Hello, everyone. I'm Casey. And I'm Michael. And welcome to Put That Record On. This week, we're spinning Land Animal by Bent Knee, their fourth studio album from the year 2017. So please join us around the record player, sit back, and enjoy. So yeah, I picked this one. You picked an album out. I picked an album. Congratulations. Good job. (laughs) Round of applause for all. I picked an album from a band you introduced me to a while ago, so... Yeah, you know. Still came you, from you. You didn't. didn't I did not original. discover them on my own. We haven't gotten that far yet. One day. One day. One day you're going to throw a cove ball and be like, I found this great album. You've never heard of them. Yeah, I don't see that really happening. But <laughs> we, sh- we shall see. Only, only time will tell. I'd only. have to like start voluntarily listening to music. Hmm. Yeah, so I guess. I've, I have history on this band, weirdly enough, even though you picked them out. I picked them out. Hey, I mean, I've seen them live, too. You have? No, I saw them accidentally. Um, I went to go see Haken a few years ago, um, which is a progressive rock band. And I, and they came, they were the, op- there, was, there was three acts. It was Bentney, I think, um, Laparis? That sounds right, Laparis. And, uh, and Haken, um, and they it was this, it was like super cold November night. It was thirty five degrees in Texas, which is frosty. That I mean that's that's cold. It's an it was an outdoor venue um, because usually you're safe doing an outdoor venue in November, but n- no, it was it was cold. And I had gotten there early because I'd wanted to be like front row for Haken. It was this small like venue downtown, so. You could just, you got there and you could just kind of be in the front row. There was no seating. It was just little, <laughs> little, basically like outdoor patio. And they came, and Bentley came on and just like blew me away. I was like, I had never been like, I was, I had not been ready for like that kind of opening act. Like they, it was just a sur- so surprising, like how good this music was and how energetic and, and all of that. And like Lapras played after that. And I was like, like Lapras was that I was expecting Bentney to be, which was like, I, it's like I got into a couple songs, but it's like I have never gone back and like re-listened to any of their stuff. But I was like, it was okay. Like Haken was great, and that's why I showed up to the show. But yeah, Bentney was just like so so surprising, and so I had like gone back and you know found this album and uh, listened to listened to all this stuff, and, he, and here we are. And then I think I also convinced, and then I told Casey like, you got to go. S- see bentney when they're playing yeah up in, i don't remember if you'd like sent me their stuff and i had kind of heard of them before or like not heard of them before but like started listening to them a little and then you you found out there was a show near me and sent it to me um mm. i don't but I, I i yeah i don't remember if i started really listening to them before that or i i think i did in preparation to going to see them because I, I did decide, yeah, I wanted to go, and I actually brought um, a friend of mine, um, and it was it was neat. We had no real interest. We didn't like the opener, but we loved Bent Knee. She, she like Paul, um, likes female-fronted bands, mm. um, and that Bent, Bent Knee is that. <laughs> and uh, they're just so good. Like, I was, it was this little bar stage so yep, you know I'm just standing there with my vodka soda you know and, and just like i don't know seven feet away from the stage not even <laughs> like that's that's my kind of concert like i'm here for that um if the music's good <laughs> i'm not here for that if the music's not good <laughs> and then they blow your ears off oh yeah yeah and but it, it was it's just so good i I've adored them ever since. I, I really have. It was neat because, like, I, I loved them so much. I went, and you know, and I bought a shirt. And it's like they're such a smaller, you know, kind of underground group that, like, the it was, like, the bassist. Maybe, I think it was, like, the bassist and the lead guitar guitarist were the ones that were actually just selling their merch. Like, it, it's not like they had a purse. Other people do that. It's like they were selling their own merch. I'm actually, and I am, not that anyone can see, but I am wearing my bent knee shirt. I specifically nice. made sure to be wearing it. Yeah, no, it is fun with, when small bands do that. Because it, because usually I, I, I mean, most people like big bands because 
the big bands are usually better and there's a reason they got big um and even and it's cool to meet small bands but i always have this like there's always this part of me where it's like i know like deep down like i don't like the small band as much as i like the big bands it's just, it's kind of cool to watch them play and sometimes they're really good actually um but it's it's so cool like getting to see bentney and be like this stuff feels like it is at the same level and same production qualities of much bigger artists that I listen to. Oh yeah, they, they this this is music and a group that needs more listeners. They they mm. need people need to hear them <laughs> in my opinion because their music they they're one of those groups that has a unique sound. Like yeah. I could pick out a bent knee like a bent knee song if I, you know, heard it playing. And it's really, really, really good, and I'm not going to have anything uh, spectacular to say on it other than the fact that I adore them. But, um, yeah. So if you haven't listened to any other stuff and you're listening to this episode, I do highly recommend at least listening to this album, but um, whatever you can from them, because it's good stuff. Good. Yeah, so uh, the album cover, which will be... This, this looks like a fun one for you to draw. Fun enough, yeah. Nothing, uh, I need to, like... I need to like tone down my drawings. I'm going too deep, but you've got someone. the The image is of a hand, and it, it's like I can't really tell what's under it. It's very like almost distressed looking. But there is a the hand looks like it's holding sand or ground or dirt, and there's a ladder coming straight up from it through the top of the album. And then there's a an the silhouette of a person. I think it might be. Is it underwater? Uh, nah, I don't think so. If it's like it's a picturing, like if you're reaching into like a tide pool, and the person's picked up some sand, because it almost looks like the person has like an old timey diver's helmet on. Oh. Their head, it's like so round. I have no idea, but then the, yeah, there's a little scribble around it. It's a neat cover. I don't yeah. think it would necessarily. It, it wouldn't give me any. I don't know. It would catch my eye, I think. Not as mm. much as some others. And it definitely doesn't portray or give anything away of what kind of music this is. No. But I don't know. I, I, it, it's hard to tell. It, it's, it, it's, for having an image on it, it's pretty simple, mm. I would say. Yeah, but you, you could definitely take it, I'm assuming, a few different ways. And yeah. it's, got some, it's got some nice kellos on it, so muted kellos but i like it mm -hmm. cool 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 topics and themes um so it doesn't look like you added anything which is everything i've got this week i is in a in a field notes book because i couldn't have been bothered to type stuff this week gotcha okay <laughs> so but my but my themes mostly machos so there yeah. you go i'll just i'll just say what i i have um i you don't get obvious traditional song structures here you're the chorus like the, there's no like verse verse chorus verse chorus bridge chorus there might be a song or two that has something like that but the way the songs evolve within themselves and move you're it's just each song is its own experience in my mind <laughs> yeah um and there's I, a lot of songs have specific parts that really stand out um, to make that song what it is. But I didn't get, um, yeah, I didn't get like that uh, and structure from pretty much all of the songs. Yeah, like I mentioned, is they were opening for Haken, which is a prog rock slash metal band, and Lapras, same thing. And Bentney is, they'll prog, but they're in the subgenre that would be art rock. So... They they are like it. This music is very proggy, but oh, but not like in the rock sense, but more of the artistical. Like we aren't going to write a normal song, and stuff's going to just kind of, like you said, develop organically. So wherever they wherever the song goes, the song goes, and that will they just kind of go with it. Mm hmm. Which it it just it's so easy makes it just so cool to listen to because if you're really immersing yourself in the music you kind of you just go with it and that's mm. yeah hence why I called it kind of an experience but yeah 
Yeah. Um, and part of that is sound, just the soundscaping. I think I think that's one of something that makes their music what it is, is what they put together to, I don't know, play into your ears. I am not, it's been a little bit since we've recorded, so my, um, <laughs> <laughs> my eloquence is failing. <laughs> but I don't think it was ever really there music, before. Music, song, sound good in ear, so- ear. It sounds ear, ear, good, sound good in my ear holes. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know what the definition of like soundscaping is. But when I think of a soundscape or like think I might like what I listen to is it's just like just everything that is layered together to create that experience. So it's a it's a layer of sound somewhere in the song that's not necessarily generated by a singular instrument. Yeah. And I I think I I feel like I'm right to say that is a, a big part of this. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's a big, it plays into prog and it art rock. Like, both of those are huge in the idea of soundscape. It's one of the things that sets that music apart. And one of the reasons I really enjoy that kind of music is a lot of pop and normal music doesn't work with soundscapes. Um, also, mm-hmm. uh, cinematic films, of obviously, uh, anything cinematic Um does a lot of soundscaping just because it puts you into moods uh, mm-hmm. much better than a just a guitar or a piano can move you around. A soundscape can really move you to certain places. So yeah, they 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 incorporate they incorporate those extremely well throughout this um, throughout this experience. Mm-hmm. And the part of the soundscaping. Um, Bentney's lead vocalist. I meant to look up her name prior to this, and I didn't. Um, you can do it right now. I could literally live look up. I could even look up pronouns to make sure. She Courtney Swain looks like an actress. Like I, there's there is an actress that looks a lot, or an, <laughs> someone that looks a lot like her, and I don't know who it is. Anyway, so the lead singer of Bentney is Courtney, and her vocals are integral to the sound and soundscapes and the music that Bentney is creating. It is, it is not just, she's not just singing lyrics. She, the way her voice moves in every song really, really makes Bent, what makes Bentney. Like they have, they have all these, they have cool instrumentation and all this stuff that's layered together. But, and they have instrumental breaks. It's not like she's singing the whole time. But, yeah, her, I think that her vo- vocals really just tie into it and are just so important here. Yeah, she's that's you hear her a lot, but like there are, it's not like there's a lot of lyrics to all these songs. Like I I did not look up any of the lyrics this week cuz I was lazy, but there you know, it's not just like walls of lyrics in these 6-minute songs, but she's also a part of the 6-minute songs the whole time. Yeah, I, I also didn't look up lyrics. I, I can sing along to most of them because this is an album I actually have listened to a lot. But yeah, her voice is, there are lyrics, but it's, she's really just another instrument. In my right. mind, that's what her voice is here. Yeah, yeah. Her, her vocal abilities in this are astonishing and very unique in the space because outside of like Kate Bush, there's not a lot of female-led prog slash art rock ventures and by not a lot i mean none um <laughs> so it, it provides a very very unique sound to to this band and yes she, her voice is absolutely integral to mm-hmm. the bentney sound yeah that's all i had for topics and themes i did want i wanted to make sure i pointed out the voice one because of how important it is but two we have mentioned groups before where it's like you could just throw the the person singing out like why why is why are they there right you could just like replace them like Mm -hmm. you you can't hear (laughs) no no it wouldn't work too well not at all should we move into some song yes some song so the first track on the album is called Terror Bird. And it starts with this really nice, like, just simple, pretty drum beat with a, with a little guitar going. Doo, 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 doo. Yep, my just, first note is strong. 
percussive rhythm and adds a very simple guitar. And and a lot of the songs kind of start off, not not all of them, but a lot of them start off slowly. And like you said, they build into this experience. So this this rhythm, this beat will get built on later, but it, it starts you off there, so. Yeah, and you'll be able to pick it up in the back of, like, much louder mm. soundscapes, but it's, like, it, like, sets the, it sets this tone for each yes. song, and that definitely does that here. And then you have her vocals, like, float right in, mm. like, right into that, o- over what's already been happening. Yeah, and that, that goes on for about, yeah, the first 40 seconds or so, and then there's this, like, it's, it's this softer, like, just string, like, floaty string section, like, around 41 seconds or so. And it's just, like, it slows the song down really fast. So now, I, I have in my notes that there's, like, a sudden build into something really intense. Is that right? I didn't put a timestamp, though, so I don't oh, know if that's, that's like not. Real- it's not sudden. This is, this is very soft. Okay. I mean, I didn't know if this happened, my note happened before or after your thing. Hmm, no. Yeah, so, so it does this, um... So it has the slowdown. You go back into it, and then uh, deep in the background, um, at fifth around fifty five seconds or so, there's this very light piano, which sounds so much like the piano, the, the style of piano that is takes place in Radiohead's Daydreaming. It's such a soft piano. Yeah, but it's just like it's so it's dreamy, and and hence why that's. The whole thing on Radiohead's Daydreaming is it's it's dreamy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it's this very dreamy sound. Um, it's so pretty, and it's just in the background there. Um, and then yeah, you move into um, what Casey was probably talking about this uh, this build up into the. I assume you're talking about the build up into the chorus. Yeah, that's what it is. It has to be that. <laughs> yeah, so that would be around one fifteen, where it's just it's just like this, and so you have this this guitar and then the voice just sows off into the just so sows off into the sky basically using <laughs> using her voice as this as an instrument here her voice is the bird that's so good mm-hmm. um yeah her voice is like her voice is really strong in all the songs but like y- you really notice it right off the bat like yeah, they don't hide it. <laughs> she's got such a unique vocal quality. Like she can do all mm-hmm. the, like the floaty stuff, but then she's got this. The it's like she's shouting, but like in a musical way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Like she can like hit notes and hold them. Mm-hmm. Her voice is what I want my voice to be, and so there's a reason I sing a lot to this album, especially in the car. <laughs> I just love it so much. It, it's it's really it's really hard to do that. Mm-hmm. It's very very difficult. Um, and so you get this. Uh, yeah, her, her voice all, all throughout this. Like, I, the the problem with not having strong structure is it's really hard. Like, we're gonna use time it's really and- hard to take notes. And I I'm like looking at them now, and I'm wishing that I definitely did some time stamping. I did. Oh, oh okay. There's at least like a time stamp per song. So okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's because like it's like. Normally you're like, oh, the verse is like this, and this verse is bridge, a little yeah. different, but like that, there's none of that here. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. And then for me, those after that section, there's this really nice like piano at two thirty nine. Again, it's just the softness. It reminded me a bunch of some old um, like Graceful Drowning, Stephen Wilson stuff of just like soft drum, just soft piano just kind of being sparsely played um throughout this like beat in between like some hectic parts of the song like it's, it's just very calming what's weird is i cannot he- i cannot hear that piano i hear the drums and i hear guitar you can't hear piano at two, like 239 tur- i'll turn the volume up i've had it down a little bit low just so i can hear you talking while listening <sighs> there's the dun 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 dun, dun. that's guitar right you're on Tailboard, right? Okay, let's not talk about how the fact that I've been listening to Holy Ghost this whole time. Okay, good. Well, wow. No Holy wonder Lord. I wasn't finding anything. It's been a bit. <laughs> it's like, why am I not finding all these plants? <laughs> yeah, I was on Holy Ghost. <laughs> let's run that back. Let's. Okay, that's the song. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Have okay. we? Have you okay. been talking about tooth? Have you been talking about this song? Oh, my notes have been on this song. Okay, that's. Good. I have been talking about the right notes. So okay, that's good. That's we good. don't have to like scrap and start over. That's good. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Just been listening to the wrong. I was like, why did why didn't I pick up on that piano? <laughs> oh yeah, I love that piano in this. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> real good <laughs> it's really good <laughs> continuing on well welcome welcome to the first track not the third track uh, it's nice to be here i'm glad you listened along mm-hmm. each song is a unique experience except i listen to them all at the same basically it's all one big experience for me so mm-hmm. i <laughs> mm-hmm. uh-huh mm-hmm. okay yeah there you go and then um i really like the uh the whole vocal section from like three thirty five to like three fifty or so, like this this rise and then the scream the the screaming towards the end, like just real real good voice instrumentation. Oh yeah. I wouldn't I don't know if I wouldn't want to describe it too much as screaming because that has a like, oh that's you yeah. got screaming in your ears. It but it's I kinda said it before the <laughs> shouting she has the shouting vocally and now she's got this like or shout singing, and now she's got the scream singing, but it's, like, not unpleasant at all. No, no, no. Like, I don't, like, I don't find anything about it unpleasant. No, and I'm not saying, like, scream has to be um, unpleasant. It, no, it's, but... She's very... Her voice is so controlled mm-hmm. that it's not, like, raspy screaming. Like a It's, lo- it's it, wild how controlled her vo- vocals are. Like, it... I don't... Yeah, like, I, I call it screaming because I think it is... It's just, it's so controlled that it doesn't, when you say screaming, you think uncontrolled because screaming normally is. Yeah, it's, it's very, it's, it's wildly um, controlled. But like that's, the song is only, you know, four minutes, nine seconds. So it's like, yeah, from three, four, 35 on, it's like you, the song is like built up to this point. Mm-hmm. Like there have been parts where it like drops out and gets gentle then and comes back, but it's just like, it, it pushes, it, it. Uh, I guess the climax of the song is just towards the end. It's it's, and the drums have gotten like really prominent too. It's real. It's really good. Yeah, it's a it's a really nice intro track. Really brings you into what this album is and can be. Mm-hmm. Oh, I meant to write this as a theme and I didn't, but um, I'll bring it up here if you're done talking about this one. I I am yes. Okay. Um. A theme in this album is really good transitions. It's not every song. This happens to be one of the really good transitions, and there are other really good transitions in this album. Yes. Yeah, this this is a very nice transition um, into the second track, which is Hole. Do, 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 do. It's got like a, so, it's got a very Sokasi feel. <laughs> oh. It doesn't, it's not really oh, Sokasi. Yeah, it's got this descent that leads right into it, and it's got like, um, I called it a really deep, electronic or bass sound i couldn't recognize what that sound effect was Mm-mm. but it sounded like mechanic or robotic yeah. in like quality and it's like kind of choppy and all like fit together to create the beginning instrumentation for this song yeah this this is one of those very very just proggy just those it's put together well it's just like it's not a typical like song like structure of music so you're gonna like it you're gonna like it um at like 40 second mark um that whole instrumental characteristic changes Mm -hmm. yeah so i called i called this the bridge i don't know if it's the bridge but yeah 40 seconds yeah yeah the bridge is where no, I guess not. I, I I say bridge and pre-chorus are the same thing. Pre-chorus, bridge. True. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. That was never mm-hmm. meant. Yeah, it shifts into this very softer, like where they've, they've stripped all the other instruments away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you've got this, as I said, choppy, rough, deep sound, and now this is like something a mm-hmm. lot more gentle. Yeah. And then it, it shifts right back after that into this mm-hmm. just super heavy, like, art prog, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> like one eleven or whatever. It's like it, it's just like it's there's a lot happening, and and also her again. She's using her voice to just tra- move through here. Mm-hmm. 
voice is an instrument. I've said it before, yes. and I'm going to keep saying it. You're going to keep saying it. I'm going to keep saying it because that's just what it is. <laughs> one fifty-two on. I don't know if you have anything before that, but one fifty, like two-ish on, is just like so, 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 so good. <laughs> that's just like my whole note. <laughs> yeah, I, I only mocked at two twenty. It kind of sh- shifts. You have this extended version of this pre-chorus of just like mm-hmm. a lot more. It's a lot more energetic. It builds builds more tension. Yeah, this is like a real interesting song structure of just like I I it's like you can't place like exactly what the chorus or the like there's like a semblance of a song structure, but it's like it's so hard to pin down. Yeah. They have like these elements here and there. You can find them throughout, but as far as the structure goes, so far similar to Terror Bird. There is like a build, like mm, yes. this the two twenty point on, like it does build up, and that's leaning toward not the full end of the song, but you know the sec the latter half of the song, yeah, is where they really build up to. Yeah, and then then it just has this whole little outro sequence, which is the ideas you you've heard before, and just more more of that um same vocal instrumentation. It is it is quite good. Mm-hmm. All right. The third track is Holy Ghost, the one that I was um, listening to. You are listening to? I've already, yeah, I listened to it. So it starts off with this, like, plucky string with, like, a, I called it a hi-hat. Like, mm, yeah, I think the this symbol is, I, you play with brushes or... <laughs> yeah, this is a very, because uh, they, have, they have a violinist in the band, and so that's what, that's what this is. Sounds so good. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. Like, like some violin thrown in there. Mm-hmm. It's like... Uh, it's like a little eerie, but like in a fun way. Yeah, and then this melody is so it's such a different melody than what you're expecting off of this, I think. Like the way it switch when did it switch up? The uh Yeah, so it does she has the melody over, but then she the song shifts right yeah, right at forty six seconds where you drop that violin and you, it like I I just love this melody. It's so good. want to do is sing this i'm like holding back because i don't want to be that yep. person but don't be that person i won't be that person because this yeah. is not like this is the this is some train wreck v- vocals if i'm oh yeah you you, you think you wanted to train wreck so- you you do not have her voice sorry no no no, 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 no. <laughs> few people do <laughs> i think she does <laughs> yeah i think she does yeah this she this does. chorus this chorus is so and this you actually have a chorus I was about to say this. This is I made a note that you've got more of a traditional song structure in this mm-hmm. one. Besides the point where it's like the instrumentation for each section is very different, and the feel mm-hmm. is very different through this whole thing. And it's just like also it's such a when you when you look at the times on this stuff, the chorus is so long compared to what how long a normal chorus would be. Yeah, the chorus is super long. I mean, this is a five and a half minute song. Yes. <laughs> They've got some. She's, they've got some long songs on this album, in comparison to like a pop album, right? Like but album. but it is interesting when you got the traditional song structure that you're getting to the second verse like two minutes in. Yes, yes. Um, I have a note for three ten. Okay. You get some background vocals. Yeah. Um, if you listen to it, it's there's like something else like a counter melody being like gently sung in the background i don't know what they're saying <laughs> dude yeah i think it's some of the the same lyrics that she sings later i think she's just singing them earlier no it's very good and then for me I, right at like what 323 you have this like very funky section of the song i have a note at 340 and i called it weird so like weird quality so i they might it might be the same section just with different timestamps. yeah it's the same funky section it's like it starts at three twenty three, and you get these like again the whole instrumentation slate sh- swaps up on you. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I I love I love it though. You've got there's just like little sounds that come in. It's like because it's it's definitely more stripped back. They're not necessarily layering on top mm. of each other. They're happening more independently. And then her vocals come back in in like the three forty, just after three forty seconds. Um. 
And it's interesting. It's almost like she's like talking, singing. I eat something I know wonder why I twitch so much. I'm swimming it's in art. The- it's art. <laughs> it's art. It is actual art. <laughs> All I have to say is it's art. It is art. Yes. And this song has a really nice outro to it. It sounds bum, like a printer. Bum, 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 bum. The last 20 seconds sound like a printer. I meant the I meant the outro that they, they do. Oh, you meant the actual outro, and then there's the sound yeah. effect thing. Yeah, not the sound effect. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Then a printer. And that printer transitions well into the next track, which is Insides In. Yeah, this is a completely different vibe than you get from the first three songs. Because this one is, this is like a very haunting feel. Yep, eerie, gentle soundscape. Yeah, haunting is a good word. You've got the, the ah, I call them ah vocals, basically the vowel vocals, not, um, not actual lyrics. And there's like not a lot going on uh, in the back. You have a piano, you have drums, very soft drums, very soft piano. Like all the instrumentation, like, how loud, terrible the Holy Ghost could get. There's no loudness here right Which is now. nice. It's like you've had these big songs that build up and it's like now you're just somewhere else. It's like, a, like where, how, how have I gotten here? <laughs> right. What happened here? <laughs> what happened? But it's so, it's just really, it's so good. I need to come up with a different word to say other than it's so good. But so I good. Absolutely, I absolutely adore this. You get more, um... You get more piano in this one. Piano and strings are like two of the the main players in the soundscape for this one. Yeah. And the at what is it? 117 the co- kind of chorus of the song. Like her voice is so beautiful in the, in this part. We Yeah, and she's been showing off, like, she's been having these, like, rougher things with her voice that, like, showing the power behind it. And now she's showing that she does have that gentle voice, too. Right. It's just, like, okay, and that's just, like, how much control she has in her voice to be able to do both of these. Because it's not like it's soft. It's still very, it's still very strong. I, I want to mention, because we haven't mentioned it yet, um, she's not just singing she she does more in this band than sing i'm pretty sure she operates like the soundboard yeah she she has she has she has something in front of her live i think i mean i think a lot of the sound they definitely have sound effects brought in and i think she controls a lot of that and because of how much we're talking about how important her voice is and how much control she has in (laughs) the the main part of that i wanted to mention she's not just focused on that And then, right, I like the, at like 2.05 or so, there's some nice string work behind her voice. The do-do-do-do, it matches up with the, the melody that she's singing. Um, mm-hmm. Just very pretty. And the piano trails off right after. And I'm right in my mind. I'm yeah, the whole the piano actually. I, I have the piano mocked down at two thirty seven behind all of chorus two. Is just like it's an addition to the chorus that's real pretty. You had this really soft, like beautiful section, and now it's like he was at you know instead of the soft piano, it's like he was actual like piano, and it's you know her, her voice is a little stronger to match. It does subtly build, mm-hmm. and it does that until it does its thing at three fifty. <laughs> Like, you're getting all this gentle stuff, and then at 3.50, you get this deep, like, deep, I think it's a string, like a bass-type sound, um, and it's just super dark. Yeah. So you're in this, like, it's a little, yeah, what did you call it before? I I used the word eerie. You called it something else. I called it haunting, Yeah. Yeah. But it's very beautiful, and now, now you're in, you got, you ended up, you're floating down this, like, gentle thing, and all of a sudden you're in, like, a dark, scary place, and you don't really know how you got here. But it yeah. fits. It's not like a, it's not like a sudden change. No. The soundscape has led you here. The, the, the sound, the sound is very loud, because it's such a soft song. 
Um, but you've definitely trained the soundscape has transitioned you to this much docker place. It stays there. Um, her vocals come back. Her vocals come back, but in like a different quality. Yeah, you get more of the like the holy. You ghosts. get more of this like. It, it's more of the band. Her vo- her voice becomes a string instrument. Yes. <laughs> like a high, a high string instrument. Um, it's much, but it's not a. She's not singing lyrics at this point. No. Yeah, there's a whole like, there's a couple minutes of instrumentation of this of just letting you sit in this this darker instrumental space. Which is it's again this this whole section is very it's very pretty it's very it's almost cinematic in a way it's it's mm-hmm. real good it's very good um and then I have a note for five fifty which is the last thirty eight seconds of the song um the I is it throat singing uh yes does anyone in the band throat sing or do they just have like a recording of throat singing Pro- I I assume a recording I would assume too. Only so many people can do it, but it is definitely throat singing. <laughs> yeah, and that, and that just like le- leads out the song and leads over into track five, which is these hands. It's got a very—I um, called it a very recognizable opening guitar lick. Yeah, it's a very interesting, like sound effect that they've got on the guitar it's it's very springy mm-hmm. and it does just the guitar there's nothing mm-hmm. else there's nothing else <laughs> maybe, maybe like a a background tone but it's real. it's really just the guitar mm-hmm. and then her voice <laughs> yes her very pretty voice <laughs> so her voice it's very echoey in the song which i like it it's got a lot. Of, it's got some effects behind it. I just actually don't know now. I'm thinking about it. I don't know if it's guitar or bass doing these sound effects. It could be either. Um, but yeah, this that's the whole intro section of it. And there's a nice little, I guess, break around like one thirteen or so. It, it switches it up. You you get the drums behind it. You lose the, that springy guitar. You got the mm-hmm. strings. It's so you have this really nice, like I guess it would be like the pre-chorus or section of the song. Which is really nice. Yeah, this is definitely like a the um, this is definitely the pre-chorus, I think. <laughs> and then starting around, let's see, one one forty-five, there's this drawn-out instrumental phase where the drums really start picking up. So you've got you've got the guitar doing that same intro lick, but now you've got a, an interesting drum pattern behind it. got a, a strong downbeat happening now mm-hmm. which you didn't have before yeah the, and, and that's really helping the song it's it's causing you know it's a build in this song i mean we're now about almost two minutes in and it's just getting to this built point, yes which yes. is still super subtle like they they're not rushing the build here no 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 <laughs> not so even halfway talk- through the song <laughs> Oh, I guess before yours. So, and that second, that pre-chorus section again comes back at like 2.50 or so, where there's just so much more energy beat and so much more echo behind her voice that you already had previously. Yeah, she, she's got more power behind her voice and there's more instruments happening. Um, but yeah, it's, it's the same lyrics. It is the same pre-chorus, but definitely executed differently. <laughs> hmm um, so I have from 310 to 335, the song um, changes and gets anxious. Yeah, you get more soundscape, just like this guitar's rising, and then it like calms down again. Yeah, it's it's like just that little bit, and then it goes back, I think. Oh, no. So I'd like, after three. Th- I want you to describe. I, I, I want that to remind you of something. At which, which, <laughs> like three thirty-five, like what it changes out of this anxietyness too, like that. I keep saying I need to go listen to more Pink Floyd. Yeah, because I 
because it reminds me of what I imagine Pink Floyd sounding like because I haven't listened to them in so long. Just pick up Meatle. You listen, Meatle, Dockside, <laughs> Wish You Were Here, Animals, Wall. You just listen to those five in a row. That's the correct, mm-hmm. correct way. The, the guitar comes in in a cool way, which um, we haven't really had too much of yet. It's like a, mm-hmm. I, I'd almost call it's almost call it a guitar solo, but it's it's like it's but it's yeah, like flo- yeah, it's like floating in. Yeah, the, the um, guitarist Ben Levin, he has a YouTube channel, which I guess I can link in the show notes. Um, Ben's really cool, and yeah, there's no guitar like huge guitar solos, but like he like all the the cool thing about Bentney is like all the members are very influential in the band, and all. Like, nobody's, like, trying to, like, steal the stage with, like, their musicianship, but they write really intricate, cool music, and they all work together on it. So, um, it, it's a lot of fun. I love them so much. I, <laughs> yeah, there was, there was a whole, like, competition they did with Adam Neely, which I guess I'll link that in the show notes, too. Good, good job, editor. Um, and they all, like, playing different instruments um, for songs, which is really fun. Yeah, this section. And then that... This all shifts into, like, the song kind of coming back in this outro, like, it's not an outro, it's just, like, around four minutes, it's just, it's, it's very artsy. Yeah. You've got, you've got a lot more going on. Oh, there's a lot going on to the end, end of this song. Yeah. It's, it's, this, I think this is probably one of the more, I don't know, uh, like, all the songs have a build, so I can't even say that, like, Terror Bird, it kind of mm. reminds me of that type of build. Yeah, that, this whole, this whole, like outro section is really good okay so yeah after that really nice outro in um in good old these hands we move on to the title track track six which is land animal which you get this very nice violin guitar kind of drum intro with it's, it's very it's very grandiose it is <laughs> and you got that grandioseness <laughs> that's a word but i think this these are the vocals that like once again, she's got a new vocal quality style mm. happening when she comes in. Because why not? This whole intro actually goes on for like a minute. Yeah, I'm like. actually like trying to figure. It's 53 seconds. 53 seconds is where the verse vocals start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The intro is 53 seconds. <laughs> yes. This, this is one of the longest songs? No, no. This one's only five, th- no. five minutes and 13. Um, Inside's In is the longest song. And then after that grandiose, yeah, that verse it's it's very quiet again. It, it it's they've you know the grandioseness is stripped back. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the I really like the melody of the, the, on this, and the slow there's a nice slowdown on in this as well. The vocals that come in for the voice, I called them like mm-hmm. I couldn't think of the right words. It's like um, I said whimsical, almost silly. It's like a yeah, just the way she's uh, executing them. Yeah, yeah, like almost like not taking it seriously. Yeah, it's like jokey. Yeah, that I think that's what it is, but still sounds really good. But it's neat because she hasn't done that before. Um, no, and it contrasts the very grandiose it like, does. seriousness. Yeah, of... you got this grandiose <laughs> serious opening, and then it's just like here she is being a little jokester. With her singing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really nice. Um, and there's a lot of nice like nice instrumental flourishes throughout this song too. In inside of the the verses where there's less going on, it's like bells and and accents to the melody. I have yeah. So I have um my next note's at two forty three. I guess this that's not like that deep into the song. <laughs> The yeah, it, start, it starts at 220. It starts at 224, goes over to around 241, which you're talking about. Low, I call it a lo-fi section. That, yes, that that is exactly <laughs> what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like it's right out of a lo-fi song. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're very familiar with, with the Zumo's lo-fi. I like driving to it. Yeah, I do too. You get you get this very lofty triumph around like three forty six, which which matches you know the grandioseness of the intro and stuff. And so like she's really now you know she was whimsical and that um, juxtaposed the 
grandioseness of the intro. And now it sounds like like this around three forty six. This is this section sounds like you know she has triumphed of all. It is very triumphant. You get the strings. Yeah, I want to think of another word for triumph, like for what is happening here. It's like you've broken through something. Like the the sun is sun is rising. <laughs> yeah, you've you've conquered whatever. You've gotten through your battle. <laughs> yeah, and then it to- like right around four thirty two, you can hear the instrumentation and her voice like toning back into the what the this grandiose intro sounded like you know it almost like you overcame it but you n- did not complete like it's fun in the, if you start around like 427 listen to the instruments like because the instruments tone before her voice does so like that whole instrument that whole backing just like completely it just shifts subtly and then descends back yeah a little bit but right at like probably 438 439 when it goes back into the her ahs her ah sounds yeah with that it, it's that i think that's where it like really switches like both of them back to what you've been hearing yeah yeah descends down into track seven mm-hmm. which is time deal whatever a time deal is yeah it's spelled d-e-e-r this is a this is an animal. This, this this is Bambi as a watchmaker. <laughs> so the opening, I... It's very much like Hole, where it's just like the prog art just yep. yeeted at you. <laughs> you just... Whatever you make, you figure this melody out. So you have that... So you, you have this like thing, the opening, the that's a lot more, um, I guess, staccato, short notes... And listening to it, it almost sounds like now that I had, didn't write this down in the notes, but listening to it a second time, it almost sounds like um like an alarm clock beeping. Like, yeah, beep, a little bit beep, like, beep, beep. but not in like an awful way, but like that kind of no. thing. And then when she when she sings "Gravity," it completely mm-hmm. changes. Like it, it's a whole different thing. But it's it's it, and then it switches back again. Like it's the sudden. There's like two very different things that make up this first section. Yeah, it just like mixes back and forth, which is, and they're completely different too. Yeah, the, because it goes, it's the choppy alarm clock thing, and then it's just like floaty flowiness, mm-hmm. and then right back, yeah, and the alarm clock goes yeah. off again. Yeah, like at forty-one seconds, it's it's almost like wrote it like like a music box, like very soft, like everything's like stripped back. Oh yeah, that's and that that's a completely different change. Um, mm. But you can I almost picture this as like a a little outer space type thing, but like in a happy way. Yeah, it's got that like those light piano. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a very light like what I would hear on like a like a kid's piano almost. In my time machine, yeah, time machine. This hey, we've made it to track seven now, and I I haven't actually gotten lost in this music so. That that's something. That I'll pat myself on the back for that. Because <laughs> if if y'all couldn't tell, I do really like this album. Yeah, <laughs> I do declare. I, do. I, I say, I say, I do love this album. Yeah. So then I like uh, around one thirty seven. There's these drum beats behind the voice. Um, I like whenever I like whenever instrumentation like plays along with the vocal the vocals. So the very, drum beat very, uh, does the drum beat align with the alarm clock sound? Yeah, it's the same same tempo from the beginning. Yeah, I was talking. It's uh, one thirty seven. It's more the cymbal crashes. That oh, 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 okay. Yeah, it, it's it's like for two seconds. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Walk away. It's an emphasis. There's some emphasis. <laughs> And then uh, around uh, two twenty six or so, you get an actual bridge, um, which has a really nice drum drum pattern as well with it. Like the the drums just pick up.
rolling. Do you call this a rolling drum pattern? Yeah, it just picks you up and you're like you'll. It kind of signifies like you're going somewhere else now. Mm-hmm. And there's there's like other other things happening that are like more eerie sounding and just like on top of it. And then you get this very hip melody after it, with the drum still going behind it, and it's like like there's this um also there's this backing vocal behind yeah. her vocal. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's this distorted deep sounding vocal mm-hmm. like you know you know in like tv shows where like someone talks into a vocal distorter and it's super low and it's like that but someone's singing into it that's what it reminded me of my people of human and crew. yeah and so, so you got that with like the guitar and the other noises and like it, it's a completely different song than the song you started off with mm-hmm. they've done that before <laughs> that's the thing how did we get here? No one knows. But I'm pretty sure it changes again. It like drops. Oh yeah, everything everything drops and it's just like vocal with one guitar. Well, she's just kind of singing the melody. Mm-hmm. Woo! Yeah, it picks up and moves over into track eight. It like right at the end, her voc it builds a lot, mm-hmm. but quickly. Yeah, very fast, and then it like it's like song's over. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it ends suddenly. And that transitions over into track eight, which is Belly Side Up, which you texted me and just you're like, I have no notes for this. I have nothing for this one, no. Because I sing along to the majority of this album. This Mm. is the song I sing along to. This is the song I will be, I sing the chorus to this almost daily, just randomly. Obnoxiously loudly. Yeah. And I, that was terrible, and I'm not even going to try. Like, I like I I do better, <laughs> but like that part, <laughs> yes, all the time, all the time. I like I'll just be like I can have an audiobook playing in the car, and I'll just start <laughs> singing this over it. This is that song. <laughs> this is the one. So yeah, I have no notes <laughs> other than that. No notes. Uh, this is probably of all the songs in the album. I called this one the most song-like song. I find it to be kind of the most structured, like, verse, melody, second show, third show song in the album. So, like, normal song length, like, nothing outrageous, no heavy, like, but it's it's very artistic. I was, it's also very, like, um, Broadway, more Broadway-esque, which is probably why you uh, gravitate towards it. <laughs> Who, me? Yeah, you, you would do something like that. Um, around 26 seconds there's a nice left right panning with the guitar it's almost like um like a hearing test you know but like (laughs) (laughs) you just hear the tone in one ear and you hear it in the other ear (laughs) yeah so it does that there's a nice um background coat like there's actually like background vocals, um, like a, uh, a chorus, a background chorus. That's not a chorus of a song, but a chorus of people. Yes, uh, around fifty second, fifty six seconds or so. Which I'm sure you also sing along with. I'm sure you sing both parts. Oh yeah, I I, I sing both parts. Yeah. <laughs> You're talented like that. Shotgun. Ah, ah. <laughs> yeah, that's that that the, that's the main part I sing is all, all that. Yeah. <laughs> so you do that. You go through the chorus. You you come back. The second chorus has a nice violin in the back around two minutes or so. It's just very pleasant. Oh, I guess not pleasant. It's like do 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 do. It's just. It's like it's, it's layered in up. there now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It, does the layering that a lot of these other songs do and then you get this uh they floaty spacey stuff around 250 or so it's a different part of the song it it has changes we're somewhere else now it is it it is very floaty dreamy type yeah yeah this this song i don't have much to say on it either mainly because it is like i said 
it's a the most so- song like song. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't change. There, there's not like very distinct parts. It it is what it is. Like, and it's consi- it's pretty consistent, and I really like it. Her vocals in this are really cool. So it is like a Broadway esque vocal led. Like, I don't have a type. <laughs> and then we move into the two songs that I tend. When I'm listening to the album, I, I, I'm looking at my play counts because this one has like mm-hmm. extensive play counts. Boy, uh, sorry to track nine, the well and boxes. Uh, well, yeah. Well, yeah, I it's like double digit play counts for everything. And then the well and, and boxes mm, are yep, like five and three. Yep. Yeah, I actually I have that I especially with boxes because this was an album that I drove to a lot. But pretty much anywhere I'm going, I was going, my drive would be. Like 40 minutes. <laughs> yep. and, <laughs> and this is a 50 minute album. And the last two songs are, you know, 10 and it's like 11. It, they make up a le- the last 11 and a half minutes of the album. So <laughs> I would generally get through belly side up and then I'd be at like my destination. So I wouldn't listen to the last two. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. This is a very nice transition um, into the well. This is the other really good. Uh, this is the other transition I like. Yes. I, like I said, I do not have much on this. There's a really nice transition in the song around like 147. It's like, I guess 145 or so. It's, it's very smooth, like, but it goes from the softer part to like drums and guitar both pick up yes. and the melody changes. It completely changes. It's like almost a different song. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because it was a lot more like... Honestly, it sounded a little Animal Crossing you for the for, for a second. <laughs> yeah, no, this, this song they two oh six and three minutes all they all have very different vibes. This song this song is very vibey in just all over the with its with its vibes. Mm-hmm. It's I, I I it's still very good. And like I I don't like I think the only reason I haven't listened to them as much is because I've already I as I said I've done those eight songs. But there's nothing wrong with these other two. No, the well, the only thing for the on the well for me is just like it's it's all over the place and like yes, and prog progressive rock. There is a very fine line between all over the place and connected well, and all over <laughs> the place and not connected. This like, yeah, not- this is this falls a little bit into that ladder, and it's so I'm glad they like they stuck this at the end. <laughs> So you've already listened to most of the album, so you <laughs> it's like because this if this was earlier in the album, like you'd have to get through it. Yeah, it's it's, it's like it's not bad, but it's also like it, it's it's just one of the the parts of Prague, which is like and and what what divides people is like how much can you tolerate changes in songs, and then of course if transitions in songs are really smooth, like like I said, the the, the transition from like the one forty five to one. 147 section is real good um but some of the other ones is just like if it doesn't like if you don't have a reason or it doesn't feel like you know why you're going from one part to the the next and like why why you need this change and what this change is signifying it it and if it's not telling the correct story it it just doesn't land it doesn't hit the same way that the other ones do at 426 you get one vocal line from someone else mm-hmm. that <laughs> Yeah. You got none of that in this entire album. It's, it's, it's very bluesy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like front porch wow, blues. Yeah. Yeah. That is my only note on this one. <laughs> yeah. That moves into track 10, which is Boxes, which is another very darker sound, haunting sound. Yeah, I I really got the vibe that I got from this one is like I think there's actually like an um a water or nature sounds in the background like subtly mm, that's what it kind of reminded me of. So it's like I kind of just pictured you're in like a a cave but like a big open like there's probably water in the cave potentially or there's like trees around it like it's that kind of thing cuz it's like echoey it's a very. It's. Just, I think this is the most echoey song. Like you actually oh, get absolutely. You get vocal echoes here, so I, that's why I kind of like pictured like there's nature and stuff, but like there's also like this cave element because of how echoey the song is. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. This this song, unlike the other one, which is 
all over. This song kind of actually of all the songs sticks on the same idea the longest. And it definitely has like an outro song vibe of just like mm-hmm. it it kind of holds on to this the sound. It doesn't doesn't do anything crazy for the outro. Like you you start in this space and you end in this space. It um I don't know how many notes you have on this one, but um that and that's about okay. it. Okay. But like you end in this space, it also it very slowly deconstructs. Okay. Like one instrument drops out at a time, almost. Like it's oh. playing the same thing and then an instrument drops out and it's still playing and then another instrument drops out. The last 15 seconds are silence. But this is that silence that fits in because the last instrument has now dropped out. Right. Yeah, that's, that's, that's actually really cool. I did not notice that. Because I, mm-hmm. I just I noticed that the last two minutes were like kind of just doing the same like it's mm-hmm. very slow yeah but so. it's, it's it's really neat for the outro of the outro track to yeah. just kind like just slowly take you out of it one instrument at a time that is neat good catch <laughs> yay i just had a good note <laughs> and after the last instrument leaves that is the album that's the album that's the album yeah this is it's such a they're such a unique band. Like I, you know, we've we talked about. I think Thank You Scientist had this. It was just like you have seven. Se- Thank You Scientist had seven band members. Bentley has six, and it's just like you have this unique. When when bands can have unique instruments, and that's what Thank Thank You Scientist has this super unique sound because of the instruments that they have in the band. And Bentley is similar of like because they have a violinist, because they have a vocalist who can use her voice in the way she can. Um, because they have, you know, most soundscapes behind it, you just get a completely unique sound to this band that other bands don't have. Mm -hmm. It makes every album of theirs, like, very unique to them. And it's just, it's for, you know, someone who listened to a bunch of music, it's unique. It's it's nice to listen to it. It's nice to listen to an album and just be like, wow, that was like a completely different experience than all the other albums that I tend to listen to. And and I like that. I like that about them, and I like that about this album. Yeah, I completely agree. I concur. I've already, uh, yeah, I'm not going to add much to that because I've already talked about it. Yeah, we've already talked yeah, about we've it. We've already talked about that in, in length. Um, so as far as rating goes, I mean, it's at least a six for me in my book. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's probably where I'll keep it. <laughs> Yeah, it's a strong six for me. I um, it's very special to me, and I I know that because I don't go back to a lot of music or albums. Like I have my favorites, and this is definitely my favorite, one of my favorites, because I've been going back to this one for a while now. Yeah, I had actually uh, one of the notes I wrote um, when listening to this is I actually hadn't gone back to this in uh, much longer than I thought, um, and I was like, wow, I need to like remember that I really like this one, um, and keep it uh, in rotation, um. I, I find the whole album to just work together really well. We already mentioned how like the last couple of songs are different and drop off, but like songs one through eight specifically really all work. It's all it's all an experience that you're in. So it's that's something I really love about it. And like at, for an album too, I love when an album is immersive and you can kind of just get get into it and get lost in it and. It's not to the point of like something that's mostly instrumental or anything like that. It's it, the songs are their own things, but it's like it all works together so well. Yeah, and it's one thing I noticed when I listened to their um, latest um, album that was in 2019. It was titled "You Know What They Mean," which I didn't like as much as this one. Which is there, there was not as much uh, uh, cohesion on that on that second record where I was so lost in like being able to play. Even though it's like on this one, it's like I, I I'm not big on the two last two tracks. I it I always give it a, a more of a pass if it's like the last track or two because mm-hmm. I can still go. You can listen to that first chunk. It's not like you're skipping or anything. It's like it's a 51 minute album, and we like 41 minute albums. So it's like if you just made a 40 minute <laughs> album of the eight songs, you're like, it's a good album. It's a great yeah, and that's that's really what I do. Versus that that other uh the latest release where it's like that was good three or four songs I really like, but it's like tracks two and 11 and four. And so the cohesion of the album, just doesn't that, you know, doesn't work as well for me, but we're not reviewing that album. No, we're not. So yeah, I think six works. It's a good, it's, it's a very good album. 
So it's a very lucky find to just <laughs> ha- yeah, have to, them show to just, up. Yeah, it's just like you because you they're not big. There's plenty of people they're that not, know no. them, but they are not a big group. And it's like, and it's not just because I love them that I'm like, oh, more people need to listen to. Them. It's like, no, I genuinely think they're such a unique and talented group that have a unique sound product <laughs> to offer to the world. <laughs> And and they're and they're just fun people. Like, yeah, they're super nice. I met a couple of them. Those those <laughs> few bands I like will watch some of their stuff on YouTube and just be like, wow, you guys are just like, you guys just have fun making music, don't you? <laughs> so. Look at you. Um, I know. Next week, next week, next week, next week, next week, we're gonna listen to a nice happy album because I think it's uh, you, you've got a, you've got a, a birthday next week, so you need to like. I figured you want to be in a, in a nice, good mood for your birthday. Yeah, I'm not someone who gets upset about my birthdays, at least not yet. No. But I am, I am, uh, you know, going from mid-20s to late-20s, no. rather. Congratulations. Um, so next week we'll be checking out Miyoko Musical's 2012 release, Hawaii Part 2, which I stumbled upon, like, three weeks ago and can't put down so yeah i saw some message i think i saw you messaging paul about this a lot i absolutely was i cannot stop listening to it <laughs> cannot like the the full we had we had a break and the first week of the break i was just like listening to a ton of new music and this this was one of the things that kind of just stumbled upon and i was like ah yes i need to <laughs> i want to talk about this thing the moment break starts, I just keep listening to music. Hey, yeah, you got to find more music because I don't really help in that department. So, mm. um, but it's after nine where I am now. So, yeah, fail. Yep. Well, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a rating at Apple Podcasts or whichever platform you listen to your pods on. We do appreciate it. Talk to you next week, and we'll catch you on the B side.